seven steps you can take to address street harassment, November 18, 2012, Sazia Sitskowski. I used to think that sexual harassment in public was so entrenched, such a part of the fabric of our culture that it was unchangeable. All I could do to address it was to coach, walk fast, avoid eye contact, pretend to be on the phone, wear headphones, and if it's daytime, blast music so I couldn't even hear what was being said to me. These are all completely legitimate ways of dealing with harassment, especially if you don't feel safe responding. But I got tired of feel, feeling powerless and tired of believing that others who experience more serious gender-based violence in public also see no other option but to cope. I decided to take the lead on organizing a march and rally in Washington, D.C. to protest street harassment. But this is just one option for responding to public sexual assault and harassment and changing the culture that allows it to continue. Here are seven ways you can fight it in your community. One, take control. Learn how to respond to your harassers. In her book, Back Off, How to Confront, Stop Sexual Harassment and Harassers, street harassment expert Martha Langland suggests that confronting individual harassers can buck the gender power and balance at the heart of a harassing behavior by showing that the harassee is neither a passive object of lust nor a hysterical victim. An assertive forceful response can have the short-term and very satisfying effort of, dis of disconcerting the harasser in the long-term effect of creating an environment that makes it more difficult for harassers to harass. Try all-purpose statements. Stop harassing. I don't like it. Stop harassing. I don't like it. No one likes it. Show some respect. Or when you do A, it makes me feel B, and I want C. When you say, hey, sexy, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I prefer just the hello. It makes me feel B, and I want C when you do A, you know? Show some respect. I'm putting feelings behind the words so you know I'm believable. Name the behavior, then make a command. Your hand is on my thigh. Remove it now. Your comments are homophobic slash transphobic. Stop it. You're taking pictures of the women on this train without their consent. It's incredibly disrespectful. Stop right now. Try not to get aggressive or swear at harassers. Well, you can try, but there are appropriate times. If they are trying to put you in life-threatening situations, or people life-threatening situations, you just, sometimes you have to get aggressive and swear. That doesn't mean be evil. That doesn't mean be diabolical, but do it in a way where the law is still on your side. Try your best to have that happen. As long as the law is on your side, you can be aggressive and swear. Be like, look, had to. I had to tell this person to back the fuck off of that person or even me or those people. I had to say it because the whole being nice thing wasn't working, so I had to assert myself and I had to get aggressive to care for people so the law will understand. Aggressive responses can lead to the harasser become aggressive in turn and not listening to the anti-harassment message you're trying to get across. Well, in some cases that is true. In other cases, sometimes you have to meet unlawful aggression with lawful aggression. There's two types of aggressions. One where the law is on your side, the other is you're prosecuted or you, you lose a lawsuit, all right? Keep that in mind. Langland asks, which is more likely to make someone change their behavior, call them stupid or getting them to call themselves stupid? Sometimes you gotta call them stupid in certain cases because 
sometimes calling the name calling can shock a person out of what they're doing. So name calling is not always bad. It does have its appropriate. Sometimes it can teach people, this is how you're being right now. Look at how you're impacting everybody else. It's not about being wicked or being negative. It's about showing them the ugly mirror of themselves and how they are at the moment, right? Take, talking back to harassers can be empowering, can provide a firm and fair disincentive to harass the behavior. Now, that is true sometimes. But harassers shouldn't feel pressure to respond every time. Now, that's true too. That kind of undertaking could be exhausting and potentially unsafe. Always make sure to use your instincts on whether or not a response might lead to harasser escalating the situation. Discernment, clarity, wisdom. Thinking before decision making. All right? not always possible but try your best and if you can't just practice at home or wherever you are in private where you're comfortable and think of what you could say or do in all types of potentially awful situations all right two be an active bystander learn how to intervene if you witness someone else being harassed one of the most poisonous effects of public sexual harassment is what it can do to the community in which it takes place People often experience public sexual harassment as well as those who have experienced public sexual assault can become reserved or suspicious when they're out in public. They may avoid talking to their neighbors, miss opportunities to make genuine connections in their fear that the, that the interaction might turn to harassment or assault. The harassers' attempts to intimidate silence them can succeed. That's why it can be incredibly valuable for bystanders to stand up against the harassment they see taking place. Take a look at CASSS's resources on bystander intervention for an idea of the theory behind this strategy and a few ideas for ways to intervene. Intervention can interrupt a potentially, a potentially traumatic experience for harassing and help the harassing feel like they are a support system within the community, all while working towards a social justice goal of creating an environment that makes harassers less apt to harass. If, you're witness, if you witness harassment taking place, you can use one of the forms above and adapt it to the situation and adapt it to the situation at hand. Name the behavior. You just called that woman a bitch. State a principle. That's not okay. Make a command. Stop harassing people. If you're not willing to confront the harasser directly, you can also distract them by asking for the time or directions. Just like harassing, bystanders also have to assess how safe it would be to confront a harasser. Some of the most difficult interventions could be the ones that need to take place among your friends. Take time to explain to your friends why harassment is wrong when they make light of harassment or assault or engage in harassing behavior. The culture can and will change as more people speak up. Number three, share your experiences. With a problem so invisible, so under-researched, so normalized, it's hard to overstate the power a story has to open people's eyes. Many people, even those who express harassment themselves, can fail to understand the emotional impact it can have. Nothing can communicate the emotional reality of public sexual harassment assault like story. Last spring, my organization, Collective Active for Safe Spaces, CASS, successfully advocated for several improvements targeted to reduce public sexual harassment and assault in the DC public transit system. We use the stories of survivors of harassment or assault on the transit system, including some who testified before the DC City Council along with us to drive our message home. When Liz Gorman attached her name to a powerful piece describing her assault, most of submissions to CASS and the hollerbacks are by default anonymous, rightfully so, because right to privacy is a human right. She said she received hundreds of emails from women who had similar experiences as did the Washington Post columnist 
to later amplify Gorman's story. Thanks to our victim blaming culture, many victims of harassment feel too ashamed to speak out. That is sarcasm. Or as though their experience isn't big enough to be able to share, can't you just take it as a compliment? That's sarcasm too. They're actually saying that the victim blaming culture is shitty. The victim blaming culture is fucked up. I'm saying that to people who don't get sarcasm. I'm not dumbing down anybody. So another function of blogs that post harassment experiences is, is to provide a support network for people who do share through the comments and discussions of similar experiences. Again, so another function of blogs that post harassment experiences is to provide a support network for people who do share through the comments and discussion of similar experiences. If you choose to share, other victims of harassment may read about your experience and feel they're legitimized and hopefully share in turn. It's awesome how one story can light fires in so many other people's hearts and minds. Find your local Hollaback branch if you're in D.C. where it, if you don't have one, start one. Be brave and talk about what happened to you. You'll find a virtual community that's supportive of you and your experiences and an outlet for the pain and anger of sexual assault or harassment. Four, report the harassment. In some situations, it's possible to report a harasser or harassing behavior. Reporting a harasser could discourage that person from, har from harassing anyone in the future, especially if they harass you on the job and need to file a report with their employer. It can also have the valuable effect of helping authorities gather information on the amount of harassment that is taking place in the community. Some harassing actions like groping, indecent exposure, stalking, assault are illegal in most jurisdictions. That means you can and should report them to law enforcement. Harassment is hugely underreported, which makes it hard for activists and policymakers to know how pervasive the problem is. Five, organize an anti-harassment action in the community. Two weeks after I led a march in Washington, D.C., a group of women marched in Kabul, Afghanistan. Women in Egypt are marched for their right to participate in civil society without being harassed or assaulted, and the culture is changing. A demonstration can raise awareness about public sexual harassment and assault and reclaim public space for women, LGBTQI plus community members and allies. During a demonstration, haters and harassers have to participate in this based on their terms or change. Y-O-U-R, capital letters. There are also projects that combine art with activism using visual performance art to carry anti-harassment messages. Like stories, art can instantly evoke emotion empathy. Our artists and activists use powerful images to convey their defiance of the street harassment plus the myths or simply raise awareness. The effect can be both powerful for the viewer and cathartic for the creators and organizers. Six, conduct a community safety audit and slash or advocate for improvements needed to the council. You can improve you can improve your city's physical space and infrastructure to make it safe and more inclusive for women and LGBTQI plus folks by gathering data on where people are harassed, where they're harassed, and what about the space feels unsafe. Organize some friends and allies to take this information straight to your city council to tell them exactly what you want to see change something CASS did in DC last year. Your advocacy doesn't need to be confined to physical improvements. You can call on your city's resources to raise awareness of street harassment, make other changes to help change the culture. In DC, we launched a campaign to get our transit system post PSAs warning against public sexual harassment, improve the ways that business of harassment report incidents, and train their employees on how to recognize and address the harassment if it works. We're also working to help pass a law that will make easier for people harassment transit system find justice by removing the requirement that transit police officers witness the act in order to make an arrest. Lesson number seven, provide a service to your community to help prevent harassment and other gender-based violence in public spaces. If you're passionate about fighting street harassment, find an organization in your community that does work you can get behind. Consider offering them your time and skills. 
organize some friends to provide your own service. I recently spoke to someone who did just that, a responsible rash for tax and LGBT Pride Plus communities. Bringing a gay club in the city to organize a group of volunteers to walk people from their club, from the club to their cars, the violence in their area stop. The best part about the response to harassment is all the solutions that haven't been dreamed up yet. If you see a need in your community, you feel it. You might just create a model that works in communities around the world. The moment when someone is sexually harassed or assaulted in public, they often feel fear, anger, and a sense of powerlessness. And then moments afterwards, they can be full of shame and doubt about their powerlessness. The article is meant to give people a rash choice to express their feelings of powerlessness and to respond to harassment in any way that feels right. Remember, choosing how to respond is an act of power, even if you choose to walk on and say nothing. And no matter how you respond, if it's the harass you should feel ashamed, not you. Celsius Zazowski lives in Washington, D.C. and has been hollered back into street harassment for over a year with collective action for safe spaces. CISS combines the kick-ass online activism of Holler back with grassroots organizing innovative direct services and public advocacy to industry harassment. Follow Sosia Stick and CISS at, at Safe Space DC. Those are the Twitter handles. All I can say is hell yeah to ending street harassment. And here are the street harassment words that are given as examples. Hey, mamacita, ugly dyke, smile for me, P-S-S-T, P-S-S-T, um, shake that ass, honking, flashing, groping, gestures, Vulgar gestures, cat calls, following. And it talks about how much, meaning like a woman's size, or oh my god, this is so vulgar. People are fucked up. Just, yeah, goddamn. Whew. 